Attention single guys. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, text, DM or comment will be used against you inside the group chat. Attention husbands. Anything that involves your sex life, annoying ways or gross habits will also be used against you. Jess and Mandy now take you inside the group chat. Welcome back to Inside the Group Chat. Jess, how are you? Oh, couldn't be better, Mandy. I couldn't be better. How are you? Cool. That's enthusiastic for whatever day it is today. Can you get on my level, please? Are you up here with me? No, I'm actually, you know what? I'm a bit, I'm a little shook because of what I'm about to tell you. And I'm also looking at my salad that I know I can't eat because it sounds terrible to eat into the microphone. So I'm like looking at it going, damn it, I'm hungry. I can't eat it. This is not an ASMR podcast. No one wants to hear you slow gherkin. (laughs) I would be good at that. Um, No, I'm a bit shook because, so the other week, right, um, Mike's car, I was going to say got broken into, but it didn't. He left it unlocked overnight. Oh, interesting loophole. Can you not say it got broken into if you Mm, leave it It's kind of like leaving it. Yeah, you're saying like, hey, robbers, come right in. You're free to take what you want. Well, you know, like it's obviously just a lot easier for them. They don't have to cause any damage. Um, So so this is what happened with that. So there's a bit of a follow-up after this, but this is what initially happened. I went for a walk with a friend. We got back and we're just standing outside my house and she was about to get in her car and she goes, oh, that person's door is open. Like the actual door was like ajar. Like it was, right. it wasn't, it wasn't like locked in. So I was like, oh shit, that's Mike's car. So I closed the door. Like, so, you know, just made sure it was shut. And then I'm like, oh, idiot. He left his car open, right? As in he left his car unlocked. So then mm. I went inside. So I said bye to my friend, went inside and completely forgot to tell him. Literally in that two-minute window of me <laughs> saying bye to my friend, completely <laughs> forgot, right? He's inside your house. It's inside the house. He had to wait nope. till he came nope. home. Nope. He was on the couch yep. and you just launched into your yep. own crap. And I say hi. your um, problems are always so much more important. I say hi. Else. What do you want for dinner? Let's go. I'll go buy some salmon. Like that was the oh, food was top yes, of mind. 100%. Fair enough. So anyway, I go inside, I forget, and then the next morning he calls me and says, my wallet and my AirPods got stolen out of my car last night. I must have left my car open. And then I went, and without thinking, because if I thought, I would have went, shut your mouth, shut your mouth, shut your mouth. But instead I went, oh, my God, I knew knew your car was open. I was like, I was outside and I saw and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and then it turned into what? This is all your fault. Like you could have prevented this. I'm like, you could have prevented this by locking your car in the first place. And also that night he was like, apparently he thought to himself, oh, I'll go park in the garage because he actually usually parks in the garage. And mm. he thought to himself, oh, maybe I should move my car. Like I won't leave it out on the street. And he thought, nah, nah, stuff it. So there were so many opportunities for the, to say. But is he this. questioning now? whether if you had said something mm. at the time you noticed, he mm. could have gone out and locked the 100%, car. 100%, yeah. The wallet and the AirPods yeah, yeah, yeah. were still in there. Yeah, because it would have, I reckon, it would have oh, happened overnight. Yeah, it would have happened oh, like late at but night. how do we know mm. the burglar hadn't already swiped the thing? You're right, because maybe that the was... The series of events. And you could be off the hook, but also I'd rather if you weren't. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But maybe also the um, the door was left open by the robber. Like as in left. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in a hurry okay. because it's broad yeah, daylight. Yeah, maybe. Just legged it. I didn't even think of that. I just assumed it was overnight because a couple of years ago, our neighbor, because when we told our neighbor this story, he goes, oh my God, the same thing happened to me. A couple of years ago, I, you know, because he parks outside every night, there was one, you're going to forget eventually. Sometimes you just forget to lock your car or whatever. Whereas no, I always lock my car. 
Anyway, some people just forget. And I have driven back 15 minutes to check if my front door is locked. Yeah. I cannot go on with my day. Yeah, I'm if one of those. Any t- yeah. inkling of a doubt. Or yeah. like you're in the super, you're in the um the shopping centre and you're all the way at the elevator and then you're like, damn it, I can't remember if I press lock three times. So you go walk all the yeah. way back. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so my neighbour, he's obviously not like us and he left his car open <laughs> like Mike and um and same thing happened where he, like his stuff got stolen. So I reckon there must be some junkie that just walks up and down our street or the surrounding streets and just goes, whose car's open tonight? Well, that, that if you're one, setting a one. precedent, that's two cars in, what, a couple of weeks, did you say? No, years, but still. Like, okay, he's still, got, I must mean... be going around a lot of streets. Anyway, that's fine. Like, every now and then you're going to find something. So you might as well try. That's the robber's thinking. That's his, sure. you know, so good on Powering that robber. numbers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Put on him for thinking smart, so I like it. Anyway, minimal effort. I mean, a little door handle yeah. flick. Yeah, easier than carrying around a crowbar. Exactly. So, and it's, it's less like you know violent as well. So yeah, messy. So Mike's wallet obviously has all these cards and blah blah blah. So he he ends up getting his cards all cancelled and you know got new ones. Obviously his license. Had is any in there. money been spent or? Um. Yeah, they did. They spent like. It was always a hun- under a hundred dollars because they don't need a pin. Obviously, um, they went to the survey. They probably bought like you know a couple of decks of darts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to bought. be fair, a couple under a hundred bucks is probably say. one and a half. I was gonna say, actually, <laughs> pack of rollies set you back eighty bucks these yeah. days. Anyway, so yeah, they they bought a couple of things, but the bank obviously gives you back that money anyway. So well, that was all fine. Which is amazing because realistically, yeah. it's not. It's fraud in a way, but you're kind of at fault. Apparently, it's amazing that they go, we'll give it to you. Apparently, it's not the banks that lose their money, as in who's losing out in that situation. It's the actual store. So the convenience store or the 7-Eleven or whatever that – because technically, you shouldn't allow someone to purchase something without proof of identity. So, like, oh, I so know. meant to give your ID well, over with every FPOS transaction. Well, if someone is sus and they're like, I don't reckon this bum has a credit, uh, Amex Black or something, they'll be like, <laughs> what's your, give me your, like, ID or whatever. That's, so technically it's the convenience store's problem wow. because they sold something to someone with a fraudulent card or whatever. With a fraudulent card, yeah. So anyway, we moved on from this. This was like three weeks ago, right? So we moved on. He got all these new cards and his life's, you know, reset. So we're all good to go. Then yesterday I received this letter. Hang on. I'm going to actually get the letter. I took a screenshot of it. Hang on. Um, I get this letter and I, is this weird? I open Mike's mail. I, I, I don't, and I don't care if he opens mine. That's a whole other podcast yeah. episode. In it, do you think that's weird? Just yes or no? Look, I think it's a bit weird, but I also grew up in an Italian household, mm. which I know you mm. did too. And there is no say, just because your mm. name's on something doesn't mean it's yours. Nah. So. Yeah. so yeah. But I, but Mike actually wants me to open his mail because then I end up paying his bills and stuff for him. Like I just, <laughs> like with his money, but as in like, I'll take care of stuff. And he You're doing the got, admin. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing the admin. Anyway. So I open his letter that says, you know, addressed Mr. Michael Catalano. It has his, our address on it. And I open it and it says, it's from ING, as in the bank, right? Mm. It says, hi, Michael, your new orange everyday card is, we're just getting in touch to make sure someone's picking up the post at your mailing address, as that's where we've sent your new orange everyday visa debit card, right? And then it says where it went and it gives an address, which is close, like in the next neighborhood to ours, right? And then it says if you're if you're Wait, ma- but you don't know that what do you mean? It's ne- just a random address random in the next address. suburb. Random address, right? What? And it says, you know, if your mailing address isn't uh, correct or the pack hasn't made it to you, feel free to call um, blah blah blah. Thanks, ING team, right? It doesn't say anything about like, you know, your ID number for your new credit card or anything like that. It just says that. Yeah. 
So I, I first I messaged Mike and I'm like, you're sending you new credit cards to you, you know, your other girlfriend's house or something. <laughs> <What's the guy? laughs> like you got to no yeah. how some people get caught out. Yeah, seriously. I was like, oh, this is a bit sus. And he's like, no, no, in all seriousness, this is a bit sus. As in why? I don't know what that address is. I don't know what that address is. And I've never signed up for any ING cards, right? I don't have any <gasps> accounts open with them. So then. And yet they have your actual home address because that's right? where his letter was sent. Exactly. So then we start thinking, oh, my God, has this douchebag that's bloody stolen Mike's wallet actually tried to open an account in his name? Because nowadays you don't have to go into the bank to set up an account. You could probably do it all over the phone, maybe send, like, email your your um, license photo license. or whatever. Right? And he had everything because he had the he whole had wallet. Yeah, the whole wallet and, he, like, 100 points of ID or whatever. He would have had it all. So, but what's the thinking behind that? Setting up a bank account well, in someone's name doesn't mean there's money in it. Well, I was thinking maybe it's a it's an everyday Visa debit, right? De- <gasps> visa debit means like I've got one of them. It's a savings account that if you draw over, it goes into into credit. Into credit, uh, right? So this person <gasps> might chuck you know a hundred bucks or whatever you need to start the account. Whatever or cash Mike had in yeah, his wallet, exactly, <laughs> right? And then uses it as a credit card, as a credit card, as a credit card, just keeps going and going and going after. Mike's credit cards got cancelled on him. So he's, you know, this guy's going, and I'm assuming it's a guy because I don't know, statistics. So anyway. No, no, I, I feel that. I feel, I don't feel like that sexist. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, so he's, he's probably gone, well, crap, he's, put, he's you know, cancelled all these cards. How, what can I do to still use, use money? Money. So then he gets into, into all this credit, into this debt and then who gets the bad credit rating? Mike. Of course, because everything's under his name. So, like. Oh, my God. So, what have you done? So, Mike called ING and he was like, you know, what the hell? And the people apparently were like, oh, my God, okay, no, we take this extremely seriously. Like, if this wasn't you, we'll definitely they shut it down, obviously, straight away. But what? This guy could do this with every bank now. Like, how do we stop him? So I said to Mike, let's do a drive-by for that yes, address. of that address. I was going to say, you've got another address. Who mm. lives there? Or is he scoping out the letterbox and waiting for a postie to come? Well, so I was saying that and I was like, you know, can we do a drive-by? But please, like, you know, let's take some backup because just in case this guy's huge, like, we don't know. So anyway, Mike's like, yeah, I'm going to go there. I was like, not on your own, honey. Please. Then <laughs> <laughs> go in broad daylight, please. So, it's like my mum's wooden spoon. It always, <laughs> it always kept me in line as a kid. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, we can go and suss it. But he goes, I, I you know, you can um, Google Earth. Like, you can actually see yes. people's street front view or whatever. He did that and he reckons um, he had a look and most of the houses on the sh- on that street don't have a visible letterbox in front of their house. So like, you know, they probably have like one of those ones where it's like you have to walk in and then it's like a unit yeah. or something like that. So he reckons it's the only house on that street that has like a really accessible letterbox at the front. So maybe this guy's just chosen a nearby house to where he, I don't know, lives or whatever yeah. and, and he's just gone, I'll just put that house and I'll just check their letterbox every day or something like that. Mm. Let's be real. He's not an idiot because this is extremely Very clever smart. and there's a couple of steps to it. So again, oh props to him. Oh, this guy's a genius. to him. <laughs> For someone with this much intelligence, get a job. Think, why can't you get a real job? <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Developing... Become a detective. Because, mate, if he could work backwards on cases like this, yeah. he could catch all this cybercrime yes. and mail fraud. But, yeah, developing story. We'll, we'll definitely, I'll give you any updates as the story unfolds right here on the Please. Jess and Mandy podcast and <laughs> breaking news. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Inside the Group Chat with Jess and Mandy. Follow them on Insta at Jess and Mandy Podcast. And on Facebook at Jess and Mandy. That's with an ampersand. Like the little squiggly thing.